Welcome to Wednesday's edition of Transformation Radio.
invincible, my strong tower. You are unshakable, mighty savior. Your love's unbreakable. You're the strength of my heart. Now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. Here is some of what we'll be reading about through Scripture today. The term hypocrites, as used here, describes people who do good acts for appearances only, not out of compassion or other good motives. Their actions may be good, but their motives are hollow. These empty acts are their only reward but God will reward those who are sincere in their faith. Now when Jesus says not to tell your left hand what your right hand is doing, he's teaching that our motives for giving to God and to others must be pure. It's easy to give with mixed motives, to do something for someone if it's going to benefit us in return. But believers should avoid all scheming and give for the pleasure of giving and as a response to God's love. Why do you give? It's easier to do what's right when we gain recognition and praise. To be sure, our motives are not selfish. We should do our good deeds quietly or in secret, with no thought of reward. Jesus says we should check our motives in three areas, generosity, prayer, and fasting. Those acts should not be self-centered, but God-centered, done not to make us look good, but to make God look good. See, the reward God promises is not material, and it's never given to those who seek it. Doing something only for ourselves is not a loving sacrifice. Hey, with your uh, next good deed, ask, would I still do this if no one would ever know I did it? Now, some people, especially the religious leaders, wanted to be seen as holy, and public prayer was one way to get attention. Well, Jesus saw through their self-righteous pretenses and taught that the essence of prayer is not public style, but private communication with God. There is a place for public prayer, yes, indeed, but to pray only where others will notice you indicates that your real audience is not God. Let's read all about it now, here in the New Testament. January 7th, the New Testament, Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. Watch out! Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private and your Father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues, where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, 
that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them. For your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask Him. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need. And forgive us our sins, as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth. That is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will notice that you are fasting, except your Father, who knows what you do in private. And your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. Don't store up treasures here on earth, where moths eat them and rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is! No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Psalm 7, verses 1 through 17. Have you ever been falsely accused or so badly hurt that you wanted revenge? David wrote this psalm that we'll be reading here today in response to the slanderous accusations of those who claimed he was trying to kill Saul and seize the throne. Well, instead of taking matters into his own hands and striking back, David cried out to God for justice. Ah, that's the good response. The proper response to slander is prayer, not revenge, because God says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back. Instead of striking back, ask God to take your case, bring justice, and restore your reputation. You see, God looks deep within the mind and heart. Nothing is hidden from God. This can be either terrifying or comforting. Our thoughts are an open book to Him. Because God knows even our motives, we have no place to hide, no way to pretend we can get away with sin. But that very knowledge also gives us great comfort. We don't have to impress God or put up a false front. Instead, we can trust God to help us work through our weaknesses in order to serve Him as He planned. When we truly follow God, He rewards our efforts. Psalm chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. The Psalm of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush of the tribe of Benjamin. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. 
save me from my persecutors, rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong, or am guilty of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend, or plundered my enemy without cause, then let my enemies capture me. Let them trample me into the ground, and drag my honor in the dust. Interlude Arise, O Lord, in anger! Stand up against the fury of my enemies. Wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you. Rule over them from on high. The Lord judges the nations. Declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High. End the evil of those who are wicked, and defend the righteous. For you look deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. God is an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword, he will bend and string his bow, he will prepare his deadly weapons and shoot his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a deep pit to trap others, then fall into it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own heads. I will thank the Lord because He is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. My child, listen to what I say, and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom, and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight, and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge of God. There's an army rising up There's an army 
Here's today's In Touch devotion. Today's scripture reading is Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He also said of his followers, You are the light of the world. Both statements are true because Christians act as lanterns for Christ. While we ourselves are not the light, we are holders of light. People who are stumbling in the darkness of sin and despair can look at believers and see hope. The truth of Jesus Christ, the message of salvation through forgiveness of sins, should glow from within us. We allow Him to shine forth, not only when we speak about biblical truth, but also when we model His ways. Righteous behavior gets attention because it's so different from the selfish, unsatisfying lifestyle typical of the world. Many who see our light will want Jesus for themselves. Reflecting Him to the world is the believer's God-given job, so we must keep our flame bright. That means protecting our relationship with God by spending time praying and reading His Word. Otherwise, we'll make unwise decisions. Our fervor for the Lord will begin to lessen, and unbelievers won't be able to see contentment or joy in us. We must also keep our lantern spotless by resisting temptation. Sin soils the believer's testimony. However, when we do sin, our slate is wiped clean through confession and repentance. It's a great honor to reflect Jesus to the world. Don't allow negligence or sin to dim your flame. Someone in your sphere of influence needs your lantern to guide him or her toward the true light of the world.
My name's Roy Blanchard. I'm 36 years old. Born in Columbus, live in Pickerington. I'm a fiance and two children. Uh, my story is similar to everybody else's. Started drinking at a young age, started smoking pot, progressed to acid, shrooms, and cocaine, and all that. That's relevant right now. What's more important is the path that God put before me to get me here. Um, he put people and places and events in my life that led me to the refuge, which changed my life forever. If I can make any point to the new guys down at the farm is to just keep your head up. I know it's going to be kind of weird. Uh, it was kind of weird for me. I had no previous experience to religion at all when I was a child. Very little as an adult. First week, two weeks, is going to be difficult. Just put your heart in to submit to God for the first week. But if you give it all, I promise you something will happen. That, good luck, fellas. God bless. the page and I know somehow there's gotta be a better way I don't want to live head down dragging my regrets around I don't want to miss this life waiting on the other side to dance like fire sing like freedom laugh and cry and live and die 
I've tried Leaning on what I think I know I held on too tight But I'm learning to let it go I don't want to reach the end Wishing I could start again Don't want to watch the world go round If I'm gonna make it count Gotta dance like fire Jane Federoff from Scarsdale, New York, is a personal assistant. She said today on Minute with Maxwell, John, would you talk about results? Well, Jane, that's what we all want, isn't it? We want good results. When we put forth the effort, when we put forth the labor, we'd like to have a return for it. Isn't it interesting that um, we can work hard, but if we don't work smart, we don't get the results we need? And it's always amazed me how some people who never work kind of wonder why they're not getting some kind of return out of their laziness. Jane, here's what I know. When the day is done, there are certain things that are important to us. So I would encourage you and all those who watch Minute with Maxwell to take and make a list of those things that at the end of the day you would like to see accomplished, the results you would like to experience. Not a lot of things, four or five things. Then intentionally go through your day, basically saying, I'm going to do the things now that will give me the results at the end of the day. Yeah. Won't relent until you 
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of Transformation Radio.